बाइबल ट्रेशर्स टॉपिक थर्टीन प्लानिंग वेलकम टू द साउंड डॉक्टर टेलीकास्ट प्राइस गॉड फॉर ऑल द करेक्टिव टीचिंग वी रिसीव थ्रू दिस सीरीज ऑफ टॉक्स आवर सब्जेक्ट ड्यूरिंग द लास्ट सेवन वीक्स हैज बीन प्लानिंग बिलावर्ड वी मे हैव मेनी गुड इंटेंशंस इन लाइफ but if we do not plan rightly we will lose the best in life when we talk about planning or decision making one thing we should always remember that planning or decision making is more difficult than what is normally thought especially when we are at crossroads and we have simply too many options to choose from so beloved these talks are meant to prevent us from committing mistakes in decision making our topic is how not to plan so far we have done seven lessons number 1 do not ignore the general bible teaching number 2 do not pray just for god's endorsement and number 3 do not be like the horse or the donkey number 4 do not depend on your strength or substance number 5 do not expect all questions to be answered number 6 do not despise closed doors last week we studied lesson number 7 do not over consult people today we will move on to lesson number 8 how not to plan do not bypass your common sense do not bypass your common sense unfortunately common sense has become very uncommon these days there is a saying like this when common sense makes sense do not look for any other sense there is a lot of wisdom in that statement beloved there is a wrong concept that is very prevalent among so called spiritually minded christians they say when we commit our life to christ we must stop thinking but that is not what the bible has taught us turn with us for an example to romans 12th chapter the second words there we read about the good and the acceptable and the perfect will of god how do we understand that good and acceptable and perfect will of god by renewing of our mind it is not by removing our mind but it is by renewing our mind only when we renew our mind we will be able to get hold of the perfect will of god in other words when we commit ourselves to christ i believe our common sense gets sanctified now that's what we believe is taught to us in book of romans second chapter 
because every man and woman in this world is given certain amount of common sense. Whether he is a Christian or a non-Christian, that does not matter. Whether he has a Bible to read or he does not read the Bible, that is immaterial. I believe that God has given a common sense to every man. That is what is explicitly taught to us in Romans 2nd chapter, verses 14 and 15. Gentiles, that is non-Christians, who do not have the law or the Bible, by nature do the things contained in the law. These, although not having the law, they are a law to themselves. And who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. In the 14th verse we read about nature. In the 15th verse beginning we read about hearts and then conscience and then thoughts. So you believe all these things put together, they speak about this common sense. In other words, each man and woman has a sense of discernment even without the law of God. When people lose or forsake their common sense, God actually laments over them. Turn with us to the book of Jeremiah. There is a lamentation by God on those people who have forsaken their common sense. The 49th chapter, the 7th words. Against Edom, thus says the Lord of hosts, Is wisdom no more in Taman? Has counsel perished from the prudent? Has their wisdom vanished? Beloved, when we lose our common sense, you know what invariably happens? We get enslaved to meaningless customs and traditions and practices. That is what we read in book of Isaiah, 5th chapter. Look at the 13th verse and look at the beginning of this beautiful text. Therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Same thing was lamented through prophet Hosea also. What does he say? My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The Lord Jesus Christ so beautifully and so frequently appealed to common sense whenever he talked to people. Turn with us to the book of Matthew 18th chapter, the 12th verse. What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? So he says, what do you think? He's appearing to the common sense of his hearers. Now come with us to another example in book of Matthew, 21st chapter. Look at the 28th verse. There again he says, what do you think? A man had two sons and he came to the first and said, son, go and work today in my vineyard. We know that parable. But you know how he begins it? What do you think? So he wants us to exercise our common sense. And that's exactly illustrated by saying what you should do when you want to build a building. Luke's Gospel 14th chapter. Look at the 28th verse. 
Which of you desiring to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost whether he has got enough to finish it? Lest after he has laid the foundation, he is not able to finish it, all who see it begin to mock at him. So he wants the man to sit down and use his common sense and do some basic estimate. He gives another illustration in the 31st verse. What king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. So he says that if you have got only 10,000 soldiers and the enemy is coming with 20,000 soldiers, you use your common sense whether you will be able to really withstand him. These truths are these days totally forgotten. Name of faith, people want us to ignore this step. Beloved, that is not actually faith. If you don't sit and estimate, if you don't sit and count the cost, that is not faith. That is actually presumption. Now, that is what the apostles also taught. If you turn with us to 1 Corinthians 11th chapter, there was a dispute about keeping long hair or short hair. That was a dispute in the Corinthian church. And what does Apostle Paul say? 1 Corinthians 11 and 14 Does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair, it is dishonored to him? There was an appeal to common sense. Now Apostle Paul was very logical whenever he drew conclusions in his missionary journeys. Turn with us for a classic example in Philippians 2nd chapter. Read from verse 19 onwards and you see how step by step he is logically developing his decision. I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly that I also may be encouraged when I know your state. He gives the reason in the 20th verse. Because I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. Why does he say that? He gives the reason in the next words. Because all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. Why does he say that again? Look at the 22nd words. But you know his proven character as a son with his father, he served me in the gospel. Then he comes to a conclusion. The 23rd words. Therefore I hope to send him at once as soon as I see how it goes with me. If on reading this passage he will say why he does it and why he does not do that. You know there is a logical development. He is exercising his common sense in this matter. Now most of the writings of the apostles, whenever he talks about individuals and how he took decision, this particular truth is amplified. Now we would like to explain to you how to refine your common sense. Number one, you need to sincerely pray for it. You need to ask God, Lord, give me a good judgment, give me a good common sense. Now that is something which we should not feel humiliated because when we accept our need before God, that's what God is pleased with. 
Look at book of James first chapter. Look at the fifth verse. In this epistle, there are so many references to prayer. James was an apostle of prayer. And he says in the very first reference to prayer in the fifth verse, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Why does he say he gives to every man liberally? Why does he say he will give it without reproach? Whenever a man asks God for wisdom, that prayer is really pleasing in the sight of God. When King Solomon in that midnight, when God asked him what he wanted, he asked for wisdom. God gave him wisdom abundantly. When we talk about this wisdom or knowledge or common sense, we should not think it is only for spiritual issues. Even for our regular activities, for regular duties and commitments, we need God's wisdom and counsel. And we need God to help us to exercise our common sense. Look at the book of Isaiah 28th chapter. We'll read from verse 26. He instructs him in right judgment. His God teaches him. Here is an example. The black cumin is not thrust with a threshing sledge, nor is a cartwheel rolled over the cumin. But the black cumin is beaten out with a stick and the cumin with a rod. Breath flour must be ground. Therefore he does not thresh it forever, break it with his cartwheel, or crush it with his horseman. So even this ordinary seed about uh, making it into a flower, you see God guides people. Look at the 29th verse. This also comes from the Lord of hosts, who is wonderful in counsel and excellent in guidance. Praise the Lord that we have a God who gives us common sense in any area of our life and in any point of decision making. Secondly, you should read the Bible as frequently as possible, especially the wisdom books of the Bible. You know, what are the wisdom books of the Bible? Book of Job is a wisdom book. And book of Psalms is a wisdom book. Also Proverbs. And also Ecclesiastes. Now these four books you read again and again as frequently as possible. You will definitely grow in your common sense. Especially book of Proverbs. It has got 31 chapters. You can read one chapter per day. So you can cover book of Proverbs every month. Book of Proverbs caters to the needs of people at all levels of wisdom. For example, Book of Proverbs first chapter. To give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion, and to the wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Four groups of people are listed here. The simple. They know nothing. The young people, they know something. Then the wise people, they know a little more. 
and to the people of understanding and they know lot more. For all these four sections of people or groups of people, the book of Proverbs is sufficient to give them knowledge, wisdom and understanding. Only then we can escape some of the major pitfalls and blunders in our lives. Turn with us to the second chapter of the same book and look at the eleventh words. Discretion will preserve you and understanding will keep you. So, beloved, as much as we are able to get this common sense refined by prayer and study of God's word, especially the wisdom books, we will be preserved and kept from many a danger and pitfall. And when you use your common sense, and more and more when you use your common sense, you know you will develop your common sense by exercise. Very interestingly, even among the gifts of the Spirit, there is a one gift called gift of discernment. So I believe that we can ask God for the gift of discernment. I believe more than any other gift, we all need the gift of discernment in our life. Because many things in life are too confusing. Which is right and which is wrong. Sometimes the wrong looks like right. We need to really understand with a God-given wisdom and sense of discernment as to which we should choose and how we should plan our ways. So never ever bypass your common sense. How not to plan. Do not bypass common sense. Shall we pray? Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of common sense that you have given us. Many times we are keeping it dormant and asleep. Help us, O God, to use this common sense and grow in discernment by exercising. Thank you, Lord, when we committed our lives to you, you sanctified our common sense. Yes, Father, we thank you that you are enabling us to renew our mind on a daily basis. We pray, Lord, that you give all of us wisdom, even more and more of wisdom. Oh, Lord, we are living in a world of deception. Give all of us more and more of wisdom. We give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.